Ready, set, think. Hi, I'm Wes Carroll, and this is the Do the Math Puzzler. Each episode, I'll bring you a puzzle worth thinking about in your car, on your run, or wherever you may be. Episode 9, Welcome Back. I've listened back to some of the old episodes and decided that not reading the question, but just starting off with the answer to last week's puzzler is perhaps uh, not as smooth as I'd like it to be. So let's try it the new way this time. Last week's puzzler was called Strawberry Ice Cream, and it reads, A friend of mine has pictures of his three daughters on his mantle. He took the pictures when each of the girls was a particularly adorable age, the same age for all three of them as it happens. Unfortunately, this made it impossible for me to determine which was the oldest. So, I had to ask him. And since my friend is a puzzle junkie just like me, he declined to answer directly, telling me only that the product of their current ages was 72. However, he added, since that isn't enough information to determine their ages, I'll also tell you that the sum of their ages happens also to be the number of our street address. Of course, I understood that each daughter's age was to be considered a whole number for purposes of this puzzle. I darted outside to check the number on his mailbox. I was daunted to discover that I didn't have enough information to determine their ages, and I returned to tell him so. That is an astute observation, he said, smiling. So you'll be glad to know that my oldest daughter prefers strawberry ice cream. Finally, I knew their ages. Do you? Now, at first glance, this seems impossible. They could be 6, 4, and 3. They could be 24, 3, and 1. Heck, for all we know, they could be a 72-year-old and a pair of 1-year-old twins. There are a lot of possibilities. So, step 1 in solving a spicy problem like this is just don't panic. There's going to be a way through, even if we don't see it immediately. Now, when my friend declares that knowing the sum of the three ages is still not enough information, this gives us another clue. We need a pair of permutations with the same sum. Listing them out on paper is a surefire way, and if you were to do that, you'd find all the possibilities and list their sums so that you could find the pair with the same sum. But let's try to do this without paper, at least at first. For starters, we could notice that we'll get the largest sum when the ages are farthest apart, 72, 1, and 1, which has a sum of 74. We'll get the smallest sum when they're closest together. A little trial and error yields 6, 4, and 3, which have a sum of 13. So where should we be looking? Near the high sums? Near the low sums? Somewhere in between? We could do a little digging to find out. The second highest sum appears to be 39, which comes from 36, 2, and 1. The second lowest appears to be 14, from 6, 6, and 2. Well, the two highest sums, 74 and 39, those are pretty far apart. But the two lowest are only one apart. So I'd say we're looking near the low sums. The fact that 72 only has one odd factor means that if we're going to get the same sum two ways, it can't be an odd sum. Yeah, this might be a good place to pause and think this one through. Feel free to troll me on Twitter if you don't believe me on this. I'm at that West guy. But assuming you do believe me, we're now looking for a low, even sum. We already have 14 from 6, 6, and 2. Turns out we can also get it from, wait for it, 8, 3, and 3. And now we have our two possibilities, 6, 6, and 2, and 8, 3, and 3. If his oldest daughter likes strawberry ice cream, that means that he has an oldest daughter. Therefore, their ages are 8, 3, and 3, not 6, 6, and 2. Listener Kevin Ega wrote in from Pepperdine University with a few really elegant observations about this one. I especially like the idea that we know from the problem statement that we're looking for the solution where there's a tie for the oldest daughter, and since the biggest square factor of 72 is 36, it's a darn good bet that that tie is going to be 6 and 6. 
Since that gives us 6, 6, and 2 for the ages of the daughters, we know we're looking for another set of ages that add to the same number, 14. That makes it a lot easier to find 8, 3, and 3 without pencil and paper. But wait, it gets better. Like many, listener Eliza Cooner notes that we're looking for multiple solutions with the same sum, all but one of which have a tie for oldest. But unlike many, she also notes that since 72 is made up of two threes and three twos, in other words, 72 is the same as 3 times 3 times 2 times 2 times 2, it's useful to separate the possible twin pairings into four categories. Either the twins each have one of the threes, leaving 8 for the other sibling, so that's a no-go, or they each have one of the twos, leaving 18 for the other sibling, another no-go, or they have no factors, leaving 72 for the other sibling, yet again, no-go, or finally, the only other possibility must be part of the right answer, namely, that the twins each have a 3 and a 2, leaving just a 2 for the last sibling. And now that we know that 14 is the right sum, we notice 8, 3, and 3 as the right answer from among the possibilities we've already studied. What I like about this puzzle... Ah, come on, what's not to like? This one's awesome, especially since it's part two of an easier puzzle that sounds almost exactly the same. Let me know whether you agree by Twitter or email. Seriously, do let me know. My syndication service insists that I have like 20 times as many listeners as I've ever heard from, but I'm not so sure. So at that Wes guy or Wes at DTMath.com, please let me know you're listening because that's what makes recording this worthwhile for me. While you're at it, feel free to let me know what you think. Seriously. Finally, today's puzzler. Coin flip winner. Another spicy one. We're going to play a simple coin flip game. We take turns flipping a fair coin. The first one to get heads wins. You go first. What's your chance of winning? As with many of the puzzles in this podcast, I would encourage you to try this one without pencil and paper, at least at first. You may find that it's quite doable, and along the way you'll exercise some important mental muscles. However, doing it with pencil and paper, or just checking your work later with pencil and paper, is completely fair game as well. We'll look at solutions next time. Tweet your solutions, questions, or comments at thatwesguy, or email me at wes at dtmath.com. Feel free to also share any feedback on the podcast. I'm just doing this for you and me, so I'm interested to hear what you think. Good luck.